This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Diversity Bytes. I'm the creator of the Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of all their people. So we're continuing our theme of the week, talking about thriving in a racist institution. And today's uh, topic uh, may not be very popular, uh, but I call it Check Yourself. Um, and I learned uh, a lot about this uh, through many people, including my wife, and, and also through Syra Rao, um, who with her uh, partner, Regina Jackson, has written uh, a great book and documentary uh, called White Women, um, about how uh, white women's uh, racism really contributes to upholding uh, the whole system of white supremacy. And I actually had um, Syra on, I think it was on this podcast actually, uh, as a guest, uh, talking about some of those concepts. And in that episode, uh, we both talked about how we, and she's Asian and I'm Asian, um, are also both racist. Uh, and not just towards black people, although that's definitely true, um, but also towards ourselves, towards uh, anyone uh, who is not uh, like us or we perceive as not being like us and also biased um, towards groups that we don't feel that we're a part of and that we identify uh, as others. And wait for it, uh, towards white people as well. That can also happen. Now, not in the sort of academic sense, I understand because racism and the connotation of power. I'm not talking about, uh, not trying to get into a technical uh, dispute about that. But what I'm saying is, if as a person of color, you group white people into a group, much as you've been grouped by them, and treat them all a certain way and make assumptions about them, uh, whether some of those assumptions may be true or not, and they're not always going to be true because life doesn't work that way, people don't work that way, then you are copying the same behavior, uh, maybe without the same power, that is objectionable to you, right? So just from a principle standpoint, right? Even if you don't have the power, if, if you treat people the same way that people in power are treating you and you say, oh, it's okay because I don't have the power, I'm not really uh, buying that. And, and that is racist or if you want to say discriminatory or biased, uh, you know, as well. Now, let's say at some point you do get some additional power, right? Let's say things start to flip in whatever group you're part of. Let's say um, you're a woman and, you know, one day in the future women run the world instead of men or uh, you're uh, part of a race or ethnicity and in your country or in your organization you become the ones who are uh, dominant and you begin to discriminate against white people and dominate them. Well, I hate to tell you this, but domination never defeats domination. Domination just breeds more domination and it breeds sort of a power struggle to see who's going to win and even when you win, just like in most wars, even when you win, you still end up damaged, right? 
any sort of uh, battle like that, there's going to be casualties on both sides. And even if you end up on the winning side of the ledger, you are still damaged. Uh, the, the only thing that defeats domination, and this is not a word you'll hear talked about a lot in corporate America, is love, right? And by love, I don't mean romantic love. I mean treating people with care and looking out for their best interests, even when perhaps they don't deserve it in terms of maybe what they've done uh, to earn it. Um, this is the only way to defeat domination. Now, if you're thinking, well, why would I do something like that unless someone had returned it to me or would return it to me? I'm here to tell you that that's not love. That's a transaction, right? That's a business transaction and, you know, a self-serving one at that. If you think about, uh, and this isn't a perfect analogy, but if you think about parents, right, and the love that they have for their children or even hopefully later on, the love that children have for their parents, it's not a transaction, right? It's not incumbent on behavior and uh, you know if your affection towards someone is incumbent on their behavior well I would argue that that's not love right that's uh, you know affection or self-interest love means you value the person because of who they are and even when they're doing things that disappoint you uh, or uh, you don't agree with, you don't withhold your love, you 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 still love them. Now that doesn't mean you don't um, try to guide them, it doesn't mean you support them in doing all manner of, of things that may be objectionable, but it does mean you're not, uh, you're caring about them and, and trying to uh, get the best for them rather than creating, uh, you know, uh, a transaction. Right, where as long as they're doing what you want them to do, then you're giving them perhaps what they want, because because that is not love, uh, and it's only when you do that, right? It's it's only when you when you treat people in that way that they can begin to be changed and see that like, wait a second, um, you know, maybe I have not been treating people the right way either, and it's that transformation that happens within them. It, it can't be forced. It has to be by example. It has to be by self-reflection. It has to be something that they live and breathe. Can that domination be defeated? Because it defeats itself. It's like it, it, it diffuses itself. You can't force someone to stop having uh, racist tendencies or domineering tendencies. It just doesn't work. They may look like they're non-racist, they may speak like they're non-racist, but as soon as the opportunity comes back, the racism is, is going to come back because you know that's what happens when you force people uh, to do something that they don't want to do. When they truly don't believe it, they just bide their time until their moment comes so they can get you back. That's just how human beings work, and that's why domination uh, is not a cure domination only love is and the hard part is it's it's really hard to figure out how to love and 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 do that when uh, others have not been loving you back um, and that's a struggle that we all uh, face both as parents as as co-workers as human beings right uh, but I truly believe that uh, we all have to look at that in ourselves and and see that we are all racist and uh, we all have these flaws uh, and that, you know, by trying to dominate others, um, it's, it's only going to add to the thing that's been hurting us to begin with.
Well, thanks for listening to Diversity Bites. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. This content is informed by my Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of all their people. Learn more at ConnectionCounselor.com. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, Diversity Bites, belonging delights.